Good afternoon. The calm Christian here yet once again, trying to stay calm. Keep calm and carry on. Do you know what day this is, my friend? This is Friday. This is the day that possibly Jesus died. It wasn't a calm day. It's also the day before the weekend. And on Monday in Canada, we get Thanksgiving. I'm pretty uncalm about that too. Love those extended weekends. We need rest. Acts 26, 15. Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus who you're persecuting. But rise and stand on your feet. For I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness, both of the things which you have seen and the things which I will yet reveal to you. Jeremiah 33, 3. God says, I will call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things which you know not. Verse 17, I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. He said in three times fast succession. Are you excited about that? Are you excited that maybe you can fall really hard? Falling really hard is not fun. Oh, I fell down hard, but the ground broke my fall. <laughs> Wherever I go, there I am. Remember what Pee Wee Herman did in the movie? He falls down, he went, then he gets up real fast, straightens his tie self-consciously and says, Hey, I meant to do that. That's funny stuff. Imagine that God's going to help you rise. Paul hit really hard. And when he hit the bottom really hard, he saw Jesus. Has that happened in your own life? Have you hit rock bottom? There's nowhere, there's no place else to go but up. There's nowhere else to look but up. Rise and shine, sunshine. Things are about to get better. But they could get worse before they actually get better. But once you see Jesus, your life is a complete joy. Maybe not on the outside, but on the inside, yes. Remember what Superman used to do? There were these old um, cartoons with Superman. And you know how Clark Kent, he had, you know, he kind of had you know, the glasses and he kind of had the nerdy haircut. And he would go into a room and he'd say, this is a job for Superman. All of a sudden, his voice changed. I remember reading a, a book by an author, The Gospel of Superman. And he said, what's the real person here? Is it Clark Kent or is it Superman? Now, in the old Superman comics, Clark Kent wanted to disguise himself with a secret identity so that nobody would be able to get to... Well, in the old comics, his parents died. By the time he got to Metropolis, um, he was just one guy. Although in the other ones, 
Um, I remember the other comics, they had Ma and Pa Kent were still alive. I don't know what it is now because there's like three Supermans out there. I can't figure out all these Supermans. Way too many multiverse Supermans. I, I've lost track of who's who and which the, what the real guy is. You know, but he would always want to protect his family. He wasn't married. You never knew if he was going to get married to Lois Lane or Lana Lang or Laurie Lamaris. And all of their names started with LL for some reason. I have a problem with my L's. I always did. I had to take speech classes. And sometimes I listen to myself as I'm doing this and I'm going, I still have a speech problem. I haven't changed one little bit. I haven't risen above it all. I still got a problem. And if I don't stop and really think about how to pronounce those L's, I got a speech problem. I sound like Elmer Fudd. Uh, wabbits, you silly wabbits. We're hunting for wabbits. But I have a problem with ball. 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 I keep saying ball. I still got a problem. I haven't risen above it at all. I have to think about my L's. Unbelievable. But Paul... Paul saw Jesus. And it says that he was blind. He was blind like Samson. But now he knew who his God was. And he knew he was on the wrong side. And after three days of lying in bed, something called scales fell off his eyes. And he became the greatest apostle to the Gentiles and wrote some 13 books that are in the Bible. I think he probably wrote some other stuff too, but it didn't make the Bible. For some reason, God didn't want that other stuff in there. This is the stuff that made the Bible. But Satan's job is to go the other way. It says, 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of God, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves. I don't want to promote myself. I want to promote King Jesus. I want you to put your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. But it is your choice. I can just influence you. I can't tell you what to think. I can't tell you what to do. I don't want to tell you what to do. I don't want to tell you how to think. I want you to think about what I tell you. All the, all the superheroes, they're all amplified heroes. Superman's an amplified human. Batman is, he doesn't really have any special powers, but he's, he's like a super detective. He's smarter than Superman and he's more cunning too, but he's bleaker. As the Joker said, you think I had a bad day? You had a bad day, man, because you're dressed up like a flying rat. <laughs> Everybody has a bad day. But if God has to get you to have a really, really bad day so that you finally look up and acknowledge your redemption, for your redemption draweth near in the form of Christ our Lord. God will let it happen to you. Because he knows all the other days after that will be fantastic. As somebody said to me when I first got to the church, he said, you know what? Your ceiling that you have now will be your new floor. And you'll have a new ceiling. And then that new ceiling will become your old new floor and you'll have a new, new ceiling. You're always going to be going up 
because God is always going to be sanctifying you. Superman said, up, up, and away. Remember that guy in the toy story that, um, Buzz, was it Buzz Lightyear? He said, to infinity and beyond. You can't do it by yourself. You know that, right? But God sent a ladder down from heaven. All you got to do is put one foot on the rung and push yourself up and then another foot on the rung. You're doing that. But if you're serious about climbing, I think the good Lord's serious about sanctifying. He's going to help pull you up. You're doing it, but he's doing it. He's doing it in you. I just love that. The Bible's all about light and about knowing the path. Sometimes the, the light, well, sometimes the light's not very big. A light unto, what is it? A lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It's not a big light, but God will give you some that light. John 1 verses 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man who comes into the world. Every man and woman. That's you. That's you. Every man is you. Every man is me. You may never meet me in this world. I may never get to meet you because I'm not a preacher and I don't really want to be. I hope I can retire in one piece. And then maybe I'm going to work at Tim Hortons. Maybe I can work at Amazon. I'd love to work at Amazon. The little guy working at Amazon, you know, having a job. Because when you retire in Canada, you still got to have a job. <laughs> I don't have the money. In fact, I don't have any money at all. I got more debts than money. If debts was money, I'd have a ton of money. I think a debt is an anti-money. So I got a lot of anti-monies. Anybody want to share? I, I love to give away my anti-monies. Anybody want to take my anti-monies? My teeth are still yellow. Still got a speech impediment. Still get kind of not well when my stomach bothers me. And blood pressure gets high. I love what I'm doing in the gym, but it kind of goes wrong in a certain way. I've learned to take it easy. I don't want to take it easy. I want to go, go, go. But I've learned to take it easy and I can't do every set to failure. But you know what? I don't go to that gym every morning because I have to. I don't go because I want to be disciplined, although I do. I don't go because I don't want to be left behind by everybody else, and I don't. I was always last in grade nine gym. Last, 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 last. I want to be foist, 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 foist. As Bugs Bunny says in Joyzy, I'm happy to be last as long as I'm constant and consistent because I'm running across that finish line. I'll be last when everybody else leaves and it's just crickets in the moon. I'll be last. I'll walk across, limp across, run across, haul my big butt across as long as it's the finish line of Jesus Christ. Jesus was rejected. Verse 9, John 1, 9. That was the true light which gives light to every man who comes into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. 
he came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them gave he the right. The right! You have the right to be called children of God to those who believe in his name. It's your new birthright. You are an adopted son of Jesus Christ and God his Father, who is the true God. Give the keys of earth back to the guy who's going to die. You're not born of blood or of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. You're now a son, a creature, a spirit of God. I love that. I love that. Did I read to you this part? I can't remember. 2 Corinthians 4.4 4. Even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of God, who is on the image of God. Yes, I think I read that. Oh, well, who cares? I just read it again. I just run by the seat of my pants. You know why I go to the gym in the morning? It's the same reason I'm doing this. It's the same reason I'm having fun. For the joy of it. For the beautiful joy of it. I loved it. I love it. And I will always love it. If the Lord does not come, maybe I'll go to the gym one morning and I'll just keel over and die. I don't want to die. This podcast is not about death, my friends. It's about life. But when they scramble over to me, because some people will and some people are like, oh, he's sleeping. Ah, Leave him alone. <laughs> They'll keep working out. Hey, he's not moving though. That's kind of odd. He's not even snoring. When they find me and they roll me over, I'll have a smile on my face because it's the smile my king put there, rescuing me from a religious system that was killing me and suppressing my heart. I don't have to keep a Saturday or a Sunday or do something to obtain the love of my heavenly father. He loves me already. The only thing that I would want to do is to return that love back. That's what Jesus was preaching about, other-centered relationships. Loving other people, or at least trying to do it, trying to get along with people. That's not love, but you know what? You're headed in the right direction. That's other-centeredness. A lot of people today, beautiful-looking people on the outside, self-centered. They're full of themselves. You can't have a relationship with somebody. You can't be friends with a person like that. You can't even be married to somebody like that for 50 years. You'd be lucky if you get five or 13 years out of them. You know why? Because if you're married to the most gorgeous woman in the world, and there's a lot of gorgeous women at the gym, so maybe it looks like I'm haranguing them a little bit because they don't pay me no mind, but that's okay. I don't pay them no mind either. If you are married to the most beautiful person in the world, but she's self-centered and you are other-centered, Everything bad that ever happens in that marriage will be your fault. And no matter how much you try to please and appease, you'll never get there. God doesn't need to be appeased. He loves you no matter what. And if you love him back, he will transform your heart. Now that's a God I can get with. That's a God that I want to be around for all eternity. Because you know why? He wants me around for all eternity too. Now that's what I call being alive. Up, 
up and away if we don't meet each other in this life if we don't see each other or we never know each other remember something we got a whole eternity to hang together last guy in the beach buys drinks for everybody now go and never ever look back or down go forward go forward progress up up and away to infinity and beyond <laughs>